welcome to Living at Your Finest podcast, a podcast devoted to helping women to live at their finest holistic health so that they are empowered to possess their worth, nourish their bodies and spirits, and triumph as health champions. I am your host, Dr. Babalola, aka Dr. Babs. I am a board-certified family physician, health and fitness coach, and the founder of Living at Your Finest Company. Have you struggled with your holistic health, spirit, mind, and body? Perhaps you thought you had it all figured out only for it to come tumbling over. Imagine consistently living at your finest health with information that can transform your life and allow you to triumph holistically. Well, search no more. This podcast is just for you. Together, we can triumph on this journey of holistic health as my guest and I share lessons learned from our personal health journeys using an exciting holistic approach, fun, fundamental, and faith-based. So I hope you're ready for some fun and candid dialogue. Hello again, living at your finest champions. Dr. Babs here, pleased to be back as your host for episode 24 on Living at Your Finest podcast. Happy Friday and happy Go Red Day. Yes, Go Red Day. This is a day where it's dedicated for raising awareness about heart health. Heart disease is so common. It's actually responsible for the first um, killer in America as a whole and one third of all females death. So it's so appropriate that today I'm actually going to be talking about heart health. The title is Love Your Heart. And this is part of our series, Health-Focused Approach. We're going away from disease-focused approach. All right. So I will discuss the preventative measures and how to love our heart as we talk about the seven systems. If you recall, a few episodes back, I talked about the seven systems that help us um, to, to live a better uh, life in terms of health approach than disease focus. We stay away from taking care of illness and we lean more towards what's the root cause. So that's what we're going to be diving in today. But let's go into featuring our Living at Your Finest Health Champion of the Week. This is in person of Tammy G. She's an accountant and a YouTuber, a mother, a wife, and she shares how she's able to maintain a positive attitude during the pandemic. Hi, everyone. My name is Tammy. I'm an accountant. I'm a Christian. I'm a wife. I'm a mom of three kids, including two teens and one preteen. I've worked in finance for a couple of years and during the COVID, I had to work from home. So I had to keep myself motivated by exercising and eating. I love a healthy lifestyle. So that inspired me to start working on my YouTube channel. Actually, I've had the YouTube channel for a while, but I never really put out content. So seeing, being at home, and seeing a lot of situations not so positive, I decided that I was going to find a way to make a, con a positive contribution in my own little way. That has been my passion. And you know, when passion meets purpose, it's a lot of fun, right? So that's what inspired me to start putting out content on YouTube. And my, you can find me on YouTube at Simply 
Tammy D or you can simply Google simply Tammy D and you'll find me there. Please note that though I am a family physician, I am not your physician. My goal is to provide a platform for educational purposes and for all matters pertaining to health and personal development. The words and other content provided here or in any linked materials are not intended as medical advice and do not reflect those of any organization that I'm employed by or affiliated with. Please consult your doctor for your specific needs. Thank you. The number one killer worldwide is cardiovascular disease, of which 90% of heart, all heart disease can be prevented with a few simple habits. Cardiovascular disease is not just about the heart. It's about the vascular system. It's also about the endothelial system. And if you listened to the episode 22, I spoke about the synergy of all the seven systems. So that consists of the cardiovascular, the communication system, the transportation system. We talked about the skeletal system, the GI system, the immune system. So go take a listen if you haven't right after this. So the heart is a pump that pumps blood to the arteries, right? And it goes from a bigger vessel to a smaller vessel. And it goes from the veins, which, you know, has the deoxygenated blood. So which is made the blood that doesn't have as much oxygen. And then the artery, which carries the oxygenated blood so that the body has all the, you know, the essential um, products that are needed for the body to function at its best. So the whole system is ultimately tied to how the heart runs and how the transportation all runs. As I mentioned, it delivers oxygen and it removes waste. So when we have damage taking place, whether it's in the cardiovascular system or the transportation system, it's like gum up in the pipe. You can imagine how gooey that is. All the information in the pipe is just causing more damage. The European study actually called EPIC that found that incorporating four simple <laughs> four simple behaviors can dramatically reduce our risk of developing heart disease by almost 90%. And the habits I'm going to define fall under the category of finest, living at your finest. So in fact, researchers in the EPIC study found that adhering to these four behaviors alone can prevent 93% of diabetes cases, 81% of heart attacks, 50% of cases of stroke, and also 36 cases of cancer. Have you seen any medication that is able to do that? No. So it's really going back to the root issue. What are those systems that are supposed to support us? Um, prevention is better than cure. If we can do our own part day by day, getting better to adhere to these four basic steps, then we can get rid of a lot of all the chronic diseases that we find that plague us as a society. We're going to be empowered by this information and hopefully we can find some value. This is particularly important now, especially in this pandemic that we're in, because the biggest risk factor of COVID-19 is all these comorbid problems, all these chronic diseases, and of course, most of them stem from the heart. So we're going to 
it's going to, you know, behoove us to, to, to understand these concepts. You know, we hear all the time that, oh, yes, I have high blood pressure. I have diabetes or my family history. And you think that that's a death sentence. It's not. The genes might determine our predisposition, but not our destiny. Some of the systems that are affected, the first one is the endothelium system. And I want you to understand what the endothelial system means. It really is that cell layer that lines the inside of the arteries, okay? It's very, very critical to our health. As you can imagine, if, you know, the pipe system, there's a layer, right? An outer layer. There's an inner and outer layer, but I'm talking about more of the inner layer where the blood flows through. So if there's damage there for whatever reason, or if it's so tense, it doesn't relax, then you can imagine blood pressure, high pressure, high tension. Um, you know, if you're stressed, it makes everything constrict. And of course, if it's so constricted, you can imagine things are not going to flow as well as they're supposed to flow. And so that's the same thing with the blood. It doesn't flow well because the inner layer of the vessel is damaged. It's not relaxed. And so this is very important that we pay attention um, to, to what's stressing us. If you, I don't know if you followed me long enough to know that I had blood pressure problems over 12 years ago and it was stress. The doctor said they checked every single thing and couldn't figure out what was going on with me and whatever was stressing me, high cortisol level, tensing me up, always in a sympathetic mode, always in an anxious flight mode, flight or fight, you know, mode. Uh, I definitely was doing a lot of damage. Now, the crazy thing about it, though, is that it's not when you manifest that that was where the damage started. It's way ahead, way before it's accumulating gradually. And then one day the body says, you know what? I can't take this anymore. I have to do something about it. And then that's where you have all those symptoms that we treat but we need to go back to where the origin began. So that's the first one, endothelial damage. Thank you for your support to the Living at Your Finest podcast. Friendly reminder to please subscribe on iTunes if you have not done so already. Share the podcast within your circle of influence and please leave a review. I would love to hear from you. Second one is inflammation. Sugary foods that we create insulin resistance. Insulin resistance just means... And let me paint a picture. So whenever we eat, it converts to sugar. Whenever we eat starchy foods, a lot of bread, rice, potato, it converts to sugar. Whenever it converts to sugar, you are allotting your own body's natural insulin, right? To come from wherever it's hiding in the pancreas to help to upload that sugar into the cells where it needs to serve as energy. Now, if there's just always so much sugar, always eating so much starch, so much starch, that means you're waking up your insulin all the time. The insulin is supposed to spike and then go down. But if it's continuously like a roller coaster, it never catches a break. So that's what happens where we call insulin resistance. So the insulin might even come, but it's not working. It's fagged out. It's tired. So that's what happens where we have insulin resistance. Unfortunately, insulin resistance leads to fat storing, it leads to lots of inflammation because there's an inflammation cascade that takes place that further damages the endothelial cells. So this is why we always have to be very mindful of what we eat and what we put in our body. Now, the third thing that we need to be aware of that affects the cardiovascular system is cholesterol. And this is, you know, it's funny because cholesterol has gotten a bad rep, but it's really 
in the presence of inflammation that cholesterol seems to be a bad guy. So if you look at it, you know, let's say inflammation and cholesterol, inflammation started the problem and cholesterol is the bad guy. He's like the last person um, in, in the store, you know, like a robbery. So inflammation has head out, headed out and cholesterol is the one that is caught in the act. So that's what happens with cholesterol. Cholesterol in our bodies, it's good. We, we need cholesterol because it, it, it helps to, um, you know, even though it can move on its own to do the function that it needs to in our body, it's moved by lipoproteins, right? So LDL and HDL. LDL is bad cholesterol. HDL is good cholesterol. So the LDL helps to move from the liver, um, you know, to, to the other parts of the body, um, the cholesterol that is needed for functioning, right? Now the HDL on the other hand, the reason why we say it's good is because it takes whatever is left, it gathers all the end products and takes it back to the liver for excretion. If you don't have the high um, density lipoprotein, then you have a whole bunch of cholesterol that needs to have been excreted, circulating in the bloodstream. Now, what happens is that if there's inflammation, right? And there's inflammation in the endothelial lining and there's a, uh, there's a damage. So like if you, as, if you can imagine, you have a tap, tap, tap on a, on a vessel and then high pressure, high pressure, it causes a wound sort of. And then you now have like a cascade of healing that takes place. Unfortunately, cholesterol, once it sees that, it's like, oh my God, I need to stop here and do something. So it deposits that cholesterol into that spot and then it forms into a plaque over the years. So when it forms into a plaque over the years, it could break off and cause a heart attack, you know, it's, it's occluding blood supply to the brain um, to cause a stroke and then to the heart to cause a heart attack. So that's what happens. So we need to be mindful of cholesterol because we have good fat and bad fat. We used to get all this information about fat being bad. No, but we need fat. We need it. It's essential for energy and for vitamins absorption and for nutrients absorption. I do have a video that speaks about the, the benefits of, of um, you know, cholesterol in our bloodstream. So check that out um, on the YouTube channel. So it's important that we know that cholesterol is not the bad guy. It's just when it's in the presence of inflammation and we need to be mindful of what is the good cholesterol and what is the bad cholesterol. So this definitely helps to reduce our um, complications of a heart disease. All right, so now what are some of those things that we can do that helps our heart, right? That helps us to have less of all this endothelial damage, less of all this inflammatory process and less of the cholesterol. Now, a few things, again, as I said, I'm gonna go back to nutrition. You know, there are studies that have shown how beneficial blueberries, blueberries have become my new best friend. <laughs> I love, I've developed a taste for blueberries now because it's been shown to help with endothelial repair. Anything that can help my vessels relax, I would eat those, right? So blueberries have been shown to do that. It has a lot of antioxidant um, properties, as well as a lot of anti-inflammatory. We want to make sure that we're eating nutritious foods, right? Because that's what's going to provide our vessels the nutrients that is well needed. We want to eat 
healthier oils, healthy oils like olive oil, coconut oil, of course, in moderation, um, avocado oil, all of those oils are better nuts have been shown to be very beneficial for our vessels and for our arteries and for our heart. We want to make sure that we're having the omega fatty acids, right? The omega threes, which we find in fish. So that gives you all the omega threes that you need. You want to make sure that you're cutting back on oily foods. Anytime you eat fried foods. Now I'm not saying don't eat it at all. You can do that 80, 20 rule, um, at least start somewhere. But anytime you eat all those oily stuff, just imagine that they're clogging up your arteries over a period of time. It's the truth about the matter is that those restaurants, they don't use the best oil. And you can imagine the amount of heat whenever they're frying. It's oxidation, oxidizing, it's changing chemicals, it's changing the state from its original state and it's clogging up your arteries. So you want to make sure that you're you're doing more boil, bake, grill than frying your foods because that will reduce your cholesterol level, reduce the bad cholesterol. Definitely you want to make sure that you're exercising. Exercise has been shown to increase your HDL. So that is your good cholesterol. Whenever you exercise, which is the recommendation, 30 minutes, five days a week, it helps to increase your, your good cholesterol. So it gets rid of the bad cholesterol that is circulating. After it's done its work, it's just the end product needs to be removed from there. All right, so those are very important. We need to make sure the, the four S, one S is sleep. Sleep is so important when we sleep well, at least seven hours or more. Seven to nine is the recommendation. When we sleep, then our body is rejuvenated properly. We don't have high cortisol levels, which further damage the endothelial lining of our heart. So we need to make sure we sleep. Cannot overemphasize that. We need to make sure that the other S is stress reduction. So whatever it is that will help us to reduce our stress, we need to engage in that. So is it meditation? Is it social interaction? Which is another S. We want to also make sure that we avoid substance abuse or cocaine marijuana, smoking. I know all these things are easier said than done. So you want to definitely reach out to your primary care provider um, to help you, you know, in any of these areas that you're struggling in. The, the goal is for us to be healthier together and we have things that can empower us. We want to make sure in our food that we're eating lots of legumes, beans, nuts, as I mentioned, seeds. They're all very rich in plant alloys, and these help to reduce our cholesterol. There's also been other studies, niacin has been shown to help. It has a positive impact on cholesterol and that's vitamin B3. It helps to lower your triglycerides it helps to lower your bad cholesterol and it helps to raise your HDL. So very, very, very good. But you definitely want to talk to your provider about this because it does have some side effects of causing um, hot flushes. So you don't want to use this in isolation of your program. All right. So we've spoken a lot about nutrition, the impact of nutrition on our heart. We've talked about exercise, the tons of benefits of exercise, if anything at all, at least to increase your good cholesterol. I do have a video also about exercise and what kind of exercise would be the best and how often we need to exercise. Your diet, your lifestyle is the single most important thing. Acting now not only saves you later, but the things that you need to do to prevent your heart disease occurs and it helps you feel great and it makes you look younger. Over the time when we address the root causes, many people are able to get off their medications. True lifestyles and all the things that we already talked about. Now, nothing against medications. There is a role for medicine, especially if you had a heart transplant 
or if you were born with abnormalities. But again, a lot of the heart diseases are preventable if we just adhere to these lifestyle changes. So there you have it. All the preventative measures to ensure that we have a healthy heart. I hope that you have found some value and you will make an effort to ensure, even if it's just one thing that you can change today in your nutrition or your exercise or the four S, just to ensure that your heart is working properly, reducing that inflammation overall, ensuring that you have a strong endothelial lining and making sure that your cholesterol is is under control all of that will make a positive impact you know i always used to tell my patients that the three visitors that cannot stay in the same room at the same time high blood pressure high cholesterol and high sugar so that causes havoc like nothing else on the heart until next time remember that, that you need to live at your finest health because you deserve to and you most certainly can achieve it god bless Thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode of Living at Your Finest podcast. My hope is that as you have been informed, you would be transformed to take actionable steps to triumph at living at your finest health and personal development. For more in-depth content on best practices to ensure that you live at your finest daily Join me on Facebook and YouTube at Living at Your Finest with Dr. Babs, where we can learn together. You know my favorite hashtag, hashtag healthier together. See you soon. Take care and God bless.